Hey, uh, folks, uh, before we get started, how about I read two brand new uh, five-star reviews on iTunes, huh? I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, last Thursday, Laura H909 wrote, Love your work, five stars. Where can we find future shows? Well, depending on if we have a non-coronavirus future. Um, you can go to my website, ZoltanComedy.com. Uh, when you go to my website and go on the calendar, just assume every one of the dates you see has one of those little asterisks by it. That says, um, these shows will not happen if the coronavirus is happening. But yeah, you can find it out there. Another five-star review from Heather Miss Pixie. Uh, laughter and positivity in a time of, I'm guessing, need. I don't know, it went dot, dot, dot. Five stars. Seriously, you crack me up in a time we really need it. Also, after seeing all your Insta posts, I had to say, I really miss watching wrestling with an audience. LOL, thanks for these. Boy, do I. There's two things that need an audience for sure. Uh, comedy and pro wrestling. And there's more. There's more. Concerts, I'm sure. I'm sure it's hard for Mick Jagger to really start him up. Unless he's in front of a stadium full of 60,000 screaming, screaming fans. But, you know, that's how it goes. Anyway, uh, the, uh, how about an update on the hour? How about we do that? How about I look on, uh, on uh, and I tell you, I tell you how the hour is doing. I just clicked on it. I'm telling you, most of these 168,000 views in my special modern mail are me checking to see how many views there are. Uh, but I didn't check it 168,000 times, but, you know, maybe 100,000. Um... Yeah, we're at 168,000 views, and more importantly, the GoFundMe for the Meals on Wheels program, where the link to it is in the description of the YouTube video. Uh, we're trying to raise $5,000, and we're very close. We're at $4,322 as I am recording. So I, I'm guessing by the end of the week, we'll hit 5000 with your help and the help of America. Uh, so go donate and go do go do the right thing. I don't need to tell you. Anyway, that's all. There's no upcoming shows. There's no future. Hit the music. This week in Zoltan. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome to this week in Zoltan, episode 269, coming at you on uh, Do Days Matter? They don't. We've made that perfectly clear. Days do not matter. We just go off the date. Is the rent due today? Is my car payment due today? Is my cell phone payment due today? Have they shut off the power? No? Then it doesn't matter. Does it? It doesn't matter. Everything's canceled except for online entertainment. There's podcasts. There's YouTube. There's Netflix. There's Amazon. There's Hulu. There's something called Quibi that I'm scared of. Almost as scared as TikTok. It's, it's what's happening. It's what's in the know. It's what's in the now. We're in it. We're living it. And yeah, I'm rambling. Yeah, maybe this is my third cup of coffee today. Maybe it's my second. Maybe I've stopped counting. I made a mistake today. I'll, I'll start with that. I made a mistake. I, um, I turned on the news. You're not supposed to turn on the news. You're not supposed to share any article. You're not supposed to read any articles that people are sharing. You're supposed to share the articles so people to read the headlines. So they're partially informed and you move on. Don't open the articles. Don't put on CNN. Don't put on Fox News. Don't put on... MS, don't put on news. Nothing. You don't need to know what's going on out there. You don't. You just stay inside and you lock your door. That's what I did. I made the mistake. I put on the news. Actually, it was an article. Someone shared an article and it was a time by time, like every hour it was updated. 
this many people got the sniffles. This many people died. This many this this person that died was a school teacher who or adopted a hundred and eight orphans. All of them had cleft lips. And then just reading horrific news, horrific news, horrific news. I put my phone down, and all I did was I got up, I walked over to my door, and I locked it. And I was like, I guess that ought to do it. I got that ought to keep the virus and the bad news out of my domicile, right? A nice little flip of the. It's a it's a deadbolt. I'll tell you what, it's a deadbolt. It's not a little chain. I didn't even lock the little handle one. That that one does nothing. You do that one, the cops will just boot that right in. But a deadbolt. They had deadbolts back in times when they needed deadbolts, buddy. People would be people would be alive, but they're not. But I'm gonna be, cause the virus is outside. I'm inside. I'm inside. I'm staying in with my artwork. <laughs> uh, let me give you guys an update. Uh, my avocados are doing great, by the way. So many people commented on the avocados, especially on YouTube. People are like, "How are the avocados doing?" They eventually, I, I've eaten them. Since uh, I recorded last Wednesday, I've now eaten all three avocados. Uh, they ripened right up. I think they heard what I said. I think they heard me calling them out as as vegetables or fruits, whatever they are. Food. Food that I needed to eat because I'm bored. They heard what I said and they started to ripen and they were actually rather delicious. And you know what? I'm glad that that it happened the way it did because had I gone to the grocery store and just got ripe avocados and eating them right away what's the joy in that no you go to the farmer's market you have some guy reach into a back of a van throws a sack at you you kind of touch your credit card to his ipad machine so you can do the electronic transaction and then you go home and they're not ready and you stare at them and you wake up every morning you're like today today can i can I put avocado on my scrambled eggs? Is it today? And you're like, nope, not today. Is it today? How about now? 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 And then eventually, I got to have eggs. It gave me something to look forward to. That's what it is. I had my best friend Dane uh, right next to me yesterday. We were having a beer. We were commiserating together. And he told me he bought a Ric Flair shirt online just so he could have something to look forward to. <laughs> just so he could have something to check the mail for. What are we checking the mail for? Bills and maybe something you bought online that'll bring half a smile to your face. It's a dark week. It's a dark week, and I'm trying to keep it positive. But I gotta be honest with you, it's normal to feel despair. Especially in a time like this. I wouldn't trust anybody that's just bounding around with a big smile and doing Pilates in their living room and just posting uh, optimistic quotes on Instagram and on Facebook and here's another picture of my pooch. No, no, don't trust that person. That person's a sociopath. It's normal to have a pit of darkness going on when the world is on fire. I think that's very understandable. I'm sure like even I'm sure there's motivational speakers right now just sobbing into a tub of ice cream. And not even one of the good ice creams. I'm not talking about Haagen-Dazs or one of those fancy gelatos that no one can pronounce the name of unless you are Italian yourself. I'm talking about the plastic bucket of ice cream. Remember those when you were growing up as a kid? It had the dumb little handle that snapped under the sheer mass of the cream dairy intake you were about to shove down your gullet? That's what I'm talking about. One of those tub ones where after you finished eating it, it took six months 
for a family of four to get through that ice cream. And then once it was done, your mother rinsed it out, and then you kept matchbox cars in there. Did that get too specific? Am I the only one that grew up in a trailer park? <laughs> anyway, there's no way, with as dark as it is right now, that Tony Robbins or who Suzanne Powders or whoever, who, who's the motivation, whoever, that giant gargantuan ogre that is Tony Robbins is just over a bucket of ice cream sobbing into it. Dr. Phil, he's another one. He's, he's, he's wiping boogers out of his mustache as I'm filming this because it's normal to feel despair while the world is on fire. And it is on fire. No matter what you conspiracy theorists say. I thought this, I don't know. I, I honestly thought that this thing would bring us together. The world's out there is where we come together without actually coming together. You know, we come together spiritually, but, you know, six feet or more, I'd, I'd prefer. But it's brought the conspiracy theorists out. Now they all say the stuff was built in a lab. That was trending on Twitter today, for whatever that means, whatever Twitter means, you know. Nobody on Twitter likes Joe Biden, but apparently he's running for president. He has zero votes on Twitter. Zero. He might have negative votes on Twitter. But in, uh, I guess in real life, there's people that like him. They just don't have Twitter. What was my point in that? Oh, the conspiracy theorists. On Twitter, 30%, they said 30% of Americans believe that this virus was made in a lab. It was a man-made virus to get out there and kill us all. And this ties in with the people that think, uh, uh, not Zuckerberg, not Steve Jobs. Who's the other guy? The Windows guy? The guy that isn't dead? That guy. The guy with the glasses. You know who I'm talking about. The computers that we used to buy, but we don't buy them anymore because they're not fashionable. So now we buy the Apple ones. Remember the old ones? The HP, the PCs? Remember those? With the Windows applications? You know who I'm talking about. They think that guy went to China, created this thing, and him and Obama, like a tag, like an evil ta wrestling tag team from the 80s, they're just dressed like demolition, and they released this virus so that eventually uh, we could uh, we could all become communists. I mean, if you really believe that, I, I, I uh, speechless. If you really believe that, I'm speechless. I want to get into conspiracy theories. I want to get into them because they sound fun. They're, they're, it's a more entertaining explanation for the truth, and I'm all for that. I love entertainment, and I like truth, I guess. But I can't get into them because everyone that's into them, every conspiracy theorist I've met in person or talked to online, is a complete loser. And even the ones that aren't, even the ones that are successful, like Woody Harrelson believes that the 5G cell phones are causing something that causes this, that blah, blah, blah. It's all about the 5G. Is that what you think all of this was? All of this. When we started at 3G, they're like, is that, is that starting to kill people? No, no, it's the 5G. All right, can we release the 5G now? No, 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 we got to give them a 4 first. Maybe a 3.5, and then we'll give them the 5. And then I heard that uh, not Steve Jobs, but the other dork, him and Obama are going to China to release a thing that'll become a thing. And then, remember the book 1984? We'll have that. If you really believe that, 
take this time to go back to school, like real school, not like, uh, you know, YouTube research. That's not research, by the way. Oh, I've done my research. What's that? You research? You mean you hit play? You got stoned and you were on YouTube, which I'm not knocking that. I'm a big fan of that. But take it for what it's worth. It's entertainment. Did you read a couple blogs on the Internet from unverified sources? That's your read. I, I can't. I can't. I can't believe it. I can't believe people are that into it. It, it strikes me like those people must not have the awareness. I second guess myself every day. Every day. I'm like, is this the right move? I don't know. I'm pretty dumb. I went to high school, 2.75 GPA. What do I know? They never have that moment where they look in the mirror and they go, oh my God, I'm dumb. And all the other people that believe this, they're also the dumbest people I know. Maybe I should start listening to people in lab coats. Lab coats and glasses, everybody. That's who we need to be listening to right now. Not businessmen, not, uh, uh, not conspiracy theorists, not Woody Harrelson. I love Woody Harrelson. Big fan of semi-pro. White man can't jump. Any movie with Woody Harrelson or basketball, sold. I'm sold. But when he, when he starts, like, you know, when he starts spouting off, it's like, Woody, that's not why I'm into you. I'm into you because I think you're a very entertaining actor. As far as your real beliefs, you can leave those at the door. I mean, I'll listen to them. I'll listen to them because I respect you. I'll listen to every, every psychotic thing you have to say. I will listen to them, and then I will go, okay, and I'll leave it there. I'm not going to spread the gospel of lunacy, which some people have decided to spread. I think, I, honestly, the conspiracy theorists, I think they come from a place of earnest truth-seeking. They want to know what is going on, and they feel like they're being lied to, maybe because they come from a background of a family structure where they got lied to a lot. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. That's my fridge. I don't know where all this is coming from, but it's coming from somewhere. So 30% of Americans believe the coronavirus was created in a lab. 30% of Americans might end up getting this lab-created virus. That would be an incredible number that I hope isn't true, but yeah, it could happen. I went to the grocery store yesterday. It was absolutely terrifying. It was like, a, it was like an apocalyptic movie in there. Everyone was wearing a mask. I just have my little surgeon's mask, you know, my little... Uh, my little uh, green piece, you know, I'm here to drop off some bottled water for this tribe in the Amazon, a little mask, and then I walk in, there was a dude that had like a full-on ventilator mask with the two giant hubs hanging off, like he's been working a sander in a very confined space all day, like he's building a canoe, like he's a retired man working on his retirement project of building this canoe in his old garage that can't even fit a car it's that old garage with the barn doors and he's just in there and he doesn't want to sniff in all that dust so he got the real big respirator he's wearing one of those i'm wearing my little dinky mask other people are just i saw one guy he didn't even have a mask he just wore a giant winter coat that he zipped up to his nose there's a giant winter coat with big like lapels on it and he zipped it up to his nose and that was his mask. I'm like, we're all dead. I mean, if this was the movie, we're all dead. Like, the guy in the jacket, me, 
The only one that would survive is that dummy with the canoe. That dummy with the big respirator with the... He's gonna he's gonna kayak across a man-made pond, and then be killed by some zombies once he gets to the other side. But he's gonna live longer than the rest of us. Terrifying. It's apocalyptic. And then I walk back from the grocery store, put my groceries away, and then uh, on with the I just put on Netflix. And I'm like I'm in a I'm part of a global pandemic right now, where I went to the grocery store. Stayed six feet away from everybody, staying six feet away from me, wearing a mask, some people wearing winter coats, respirators, handkerchiefs, scarves, bandanas from gangs they used to be in, wearing whatever they can, then I come home, lock my door, deadbolt, and then put on Netflix to watch some uh, Shit's Creek. I Was this happening during other, like, national, international emergencies? Was that happening? Was, was there, like, one firefighter in New York City on 9-11 just still making chili? Just like, I know what's going on, but they're going to be hungry when they get back. I feel like I'm that one guy. Or is everyone relaxing once they get home? Was there one guy on the, on the, uh, on the battleship in Pearl Harbor who was just peeling potatoes? Going, well, you know, yeah, it sounds pretty bad out there, but I got to peel these potatoes. I feel like I'm that guy if that guy existed. Like, I'm supposed to be out there. I'm supposed to be coming back sharpening weapons and cutting up wood for a fireplace I don't have. But instead, I'm just coming home going, whew, it's crazy out there. Let's see what's happening on Shit's Creek. I, I'll be the first to go. If it turns into, like, martial law and there's, like, you know, there's lunatics out there, just, you know, rednecks with four, four-wheelers and shotguns and, like, those bandoleras that, that like, crisscross suspenders with the bullets in them. I'm the first one to go. I'm not surviving that. You think I'm surviving that? With what? You think, I'm, you think they'd give me the chance to make them chuckle and then they'd let me live? Like, oh, you're a comedian? Make me laugh. And then I got 10 seconds? Dude, I'm long form. I tell stories. I don't have one-liners. What am I supposed to say? By the time I started getting into it, oh, I was at the mall back when we were, remember when we were allowed to go to malls? Bum, 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 and then that's it for me. That's it for me. I'm not going to survive. First one to go. I take, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm comfortable with that, though. I'm comfortable with knowing there won't be a struggle. Easy prey, you know? That's why rabbits and other prey animals should be a little more comfortable. If they, if they were self-aware enough to know why they were here, they'd be a little more comfortable. They wouldn't be so fidgety, you know? Live your life. There's a snake in the grass. Um, I read this. I know. I'm trying to keep it positive. I honestly am. I'm going to recommend some stuff. After I make it negative, I'm going to make it positive, And then we're going we're gonna to bring it back up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay. Uh, I also read an article on Twitter. So take that for what it's worth. Once again, Joe Biden's running for president. Nobody likes him on Twitter. Even Joe Biden doesn't like Joe Biden on Twitter. He just has it because he has to. Um, but someone posted that a, uh, a health expert said that there shouldn't be, uh, concerts or large gathering events until the fall of 2021, which I forgot what year it was now. So that sounded like 50 years from now, which scared the hell out of me. And then I found out it's only 2020 now. So I'm like, okay, so not this fall, but next, so a year and a half from now is when he thinks would be the earliest that would be responsible for us to go to like a Coachella 
or a concert or a big sporting event. And my first, I was like, I was like, what about a comedy club? How about 200 seats? How about 100 seats? I did a show in Brooklyn in a basement that I put on for 50 seats. Is that okay? Is that too many people jam-packed? Like, now it's getting, you know? Like, I put up Modern Mail, and I put it uh, with a GoFundMe for Meals on Wheels. The next one I put up is going to be a Venmo to me, because I don't know how long this is happening. I have a little bit of money saved up, but I'm supposed to run out my savings until the fall of 2021? Just lie. Honestly, if that's the truth, and this is why no one wants to listen to nerds, even though we should be listening to nerds. This is the time where anyone with like glasses that aren't stylish and dirty lab coats, that's who we're supposed to be listening to now. Sweater vests, this is who we should be listening to. But the problem with these nerds is they don't know how to break bad news to us. They just, they're so factual and analytical that they're just like, this is happening, and then this, and then this. You're like, you have coronavirus, your lungs are going to crystallize, you'll be dead in a week. And you're like, do you want to sugarcoat that? Because I got it. And they don't have that. So they need to filter their, like, what they know through a proxy, and that proxy needs to deliver bad news to us. Whoever that's going to be. I think it should be Tom Hanks. I think Tom Hanks might be the best person to give us all bad news he can do it in character as mr rogers i think that's perfect um because these nerds can't do it all right like the the this this medical expert that says there shouldn't be concerts until 2021 that needs to be filtered through a tom hanks that says listen concerts are gonna come back sports are gonna come back it's just not gonna happen this week and just keep doing that. Lie to us a little. Just keep saying this week. Don't even say month. Month is month is arduous, all right? But say week or say two weeks and have it come through Tom Hanks's trusting eyes. And that would be a lot better. I don't need some poindexter up there with like with his little notebook that doesn't even have lines on it. Instead, it's like graph paper and he's showing me some kind of pie chart and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fall 2021 at the earliest. That's me being optimistic. But until then, everyone's sad until then. You're like, we can't take that. You need to give us better news. You need to give us news like you actually like the things that you're telling us we can't do anymore. Damn it, Tom Hanks. Will you work with the nerds and help them break this news better? It's on you. It's on you. We can't do it. These nerds can't do it. You've heard him talk. The president can't do it. He doesn't like what they have to say, so he just says his own stuff. It's got to be you. Can't be a politician. People don't trust politicians. And it can't just be any celebrity. People dislike most celebrities. Tom Hanks is universally loved. Universally. Forrest Gump needs to tell us we're going to be all right. That's what the world needs right now. Not just the United States. I can't do it. Because I'm already losing my mind. I read a scary article and then I locked my door. No one even knows I live back here. I live in a secure compound. I locked my door. From what? Like the virus is going to knock and go, <laughs> open up. And I'm just going to be in here like one of the three little pigs going, Mom. little pig, little pig, let me in. I'm going to crystallize your lungs. Oh, that's dark. All right, it's time for some positivity. Um, I got nothing. 
Here's the positivity. Uh, there's some stuff on Netflix you can watch. I don't know if you guys are big fight fans like me. I uh, I started I got into boxing a couple years ago uh, for exercise, and I love it. It's my favorite thing. And so what I do now, I ordered a heavy bag, but who knows when that's going to show up from Amazon. So until then, what I've been doing is I've been putting on 12-round fights on YouTube. There's a bunch of great fights with famous boxers beating the hell out of each other for 12 whole rounds. And I shadow box and jump rope while they tussle. That's what I do. And I take breaks in between rounds. And then while they fight, jump and rope, shadow boxing, slipping and dodging. By the way, I'm not going to post. Whatever. And so I do that. And then on Netflix, there's a couple good series. Uh, there's a really good documentary on uh, on Conor McGregor. There's another one on Ronda Rousey that I watched that was a little... It was good because it was about her. I'm a fan of Ronda Rousey. It was creepy because of the guy they had narrating it. They could have gone without that. I don't know who that guy was. Apparently he was like a professional boxer. But he just had this greasy look to him. He had a slimy... You know one of those looks? Who's that guy? There's a, yeah, he's like one of those guys, he's like in his 50s, but you can tell he wants to date a 15-year-old, whatever that is. And I know you're thinking pedophile, but I'm thinking like another level. Anyway, he creeps me out, and he's the narrator in all this. And he doesn't have a bad voice, but he's in it too much. That's like a giant mistake. If you're a documentarian, get out of your documentary, alright? There's very few that can do it, like Michael Moore does it. Um, but it's like, ideally, you shouldn't be in this thing. So he's like interviewing people about the new Ronda Rousey, and it would actually pan back to him, saying essentially nothing, and then pan back to the subject, whether it was like Ronda's mom, or the Gene LaBelle, the judo coach, or whoever. And we'll go watch it, because it's a good documentary. It's a little cheesy, and it's too much of the narrator who I think at the end they said he passed away. So I'm not I'm not giving you my full beliefs on what I think this guy is. Because he might be a great guy. I just know <laughs> it was very self-serving. Like I could tell this guy wanted to be an actor or a filmmaker or something. He wanted to be something because boy is he in it. Like imagine if like Alfred Hitchcock didn't just do the... Uh, you know, like, Alfred Hitchcock always used to walk around in the background in, like, a scene or two. Imagine if he was, like, more egregious about it. Like, there's, like, that right, right scene, and you just see him poke out from the hallway going, <laughs> and then just walk off. That's kind of how this guy does it. Like, he's in scenes he doesn't need to be in. There's They pan over to him in situations. There needs to be no pan, all right? No need to pan. Just a hard, steady cam. So go watch that. There's another one, uh, Fight World where this actor goes, it's like five, five or six episodes. I've watched the first two. He goes to Mexico City and learns about uh, Mexican boxing culture, which is uh, really good. And then he goes to Thailand, learns about Muay Thai, yeah, uh, Thai kickboxing or Thai boxing, whatever it's called. That was fascinating. And then uh, the next episode, he's like going to Myanmar, which I don't even know where that is. And he's going to learn about a form of karate that I can't even say in a country I can't pronounce or point out on a map. It's fascinating. Go learn something. This is the time to go learn. You hear me, conspiracy theorists? Drop down, you know, let it go. Turn YouTube off for a second and invest uh, invest a little bit of money into a master class or, or anything, just anything.
take an online college course and find out why people are terrified when you talk because it sounds like psychobabble because you're kind of a psycho but I think you can fix it by cracking a real book mmm alright what else do we got is that all the positivity I have to share I think it might be alright uh, let me click stop on that and we're gonna do a song of the week song of the week what do we got oh I got one let me open this up uh, what we got my song of the week let me get the uh, let me get the external I hope you guys are holding up well, you know? Anyway, <laughs> here's the song of the week. It's called Myself by Bozzy. I think I'm losing my mind. Oh, yeah. Trying to stay inside the lines. Inside my house, essentially. It's like you're running in place. I am running in place. That's actually how I work out. Is I put on a fight and I uh, run in place with inside the lines. Have a good, uh, you know what to do. <laughs>